passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you're using, and of course, youtube.com slash postwrestling. Hello, postmarks. Hello, postmarks. Hello, up next, Berts. Hello, Poison Pals. Hello, NXT friends. Friends. We are here yet again. It is Tuesday night, so it is time to talk about some NXT, and thank you for listening to us, wherever you may be. Yeah, it feels like we just did this two days ago. We did this on Sunday night, yeah. so this really is a, a back to work for us. It was like, nope, doesn't matter. No, now we know no breaks. No it's how John Away feel. Yeah. There's a pay-per-view, too bad, yeah, do Raw. Yeah, Raw must suck. Like, you've done your pay-per-view, and then you, you, you lost your Sunday, you're not having your Sunday off, and then, hey, three hours. So I can't complain about... NXT. You're right. Rod does suck. I was like, I'm going to SummerSlam this weekend. Let me let me watch five minutes, dude. I lasted. Five. I, you know what? I saw Maxine Dupree do the ocean suplex thing. Right. That was great. Yeah. I I watched the rest on Twitter. But uh, like they 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 go to work. Those guys. They do the pay per views and then they do the the Monday Night Raws right after. Damn. Mm. That's how it feels like right now. But uh, we wa- watched Great American Bash on Sunday. We talked all about it. The podcast, the video on YouTube replay is all up on the post wrestling feed. So go check out all our thoughts on that, including one hell of an NXT main event, that oh, title yeah. match. Holy Carmelo and Dragunov absolutely killing it. Best NXT match in recent memory, years. Very good. Like they've been they've been on form recently. I think NXT. Yeah. There's there's been a few like little little gems that have happened. But yeah, that mellow um, mellow versus. Uh, Dragonoff was was exceptional. Yeah. So we're here to talk about all the fallout from that and more because wrestling uh, wrestling never stops. So we're going to chat all about everything from tonight's episode of NXT. Before that, uh, like I mentioned, we're going to SummerSlam this weekend, meaning we're going to be doing some sort of uh, SummerSlam roadshow podcast on the way back. So no Poison Rana this Sunday, but at some point Sunday night, we'll give you an audio show with our whole weekend in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get that some somehow some way at some point we'll be we'll definitely do our little uh, a chat about uh, yeah. SummerSlam and Detroit and everything. Um but it's it's going to be a, a fun time. 
Yeah. In the gonna, D. Is that what they call it? Big D? Big D. That's right, the D. Yeah. yeah. We're going to get our... I know our friend and, and listener, Jesse from The Six, uh, is our is our uh, Uber driver for the, the course of the trip. He's, yep. the, he's our driver. So I know he's working on his Detroit playlist because he made a banger one last did, year. yeah. For blood and guts when he drove us, so I know he's working on that. We had like good. We had obviously Eminem. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll skip the Kid Rock because we might get that on Saturday night. Apparently, oh, so. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Jack White. Jack White. Right. Yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, lots of Motown. Lots of Motown. Yeah. So I'm getting ready for that for the car ride there. Yeah, so. I'm excited. Looking yeah. forward to it. I enjoyed Detroit last last year when we went. There were a few things we we wanted to do but we couldn't because. Uh. It's too dangerous. Yeah. Uh, I having deep dish pizza. It's too dangerous, guys. But, yeah. Uh, we're, we're hopefully writing that wrong this time around. Yeah. We're going to go to Buddy's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go there. We're going to, I'm going to hit up GCW. You're going to a Tigers game? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. Lots of fun stuff uh, with SummerSlam. If you are in the area, hit us up. If we're going to the show Saturday, we're probably hitting up a bar before SummerSlam. Let us know. We'll let you know where we're going. So, mm-hmm. uh, if you're in, in going to that area. Uh, so we're doing SummerSlam this weekend, but a few weeks later, we'll be doing our trip to London for Wembley Stadium for All In. So we thought it would be a great idea to review SummerSlam 1992 from Wembley Stadium. Uh, we recorded it earlier today, so that's yeah, coming it's out. In, it's in the bag. We've got yeah. it. Uh, we'll release later this week. All our thoughts on SummerSlam 92. That's right. Bret Hart, Bulldog in the stadium. Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man. Rick Martel, Shawn Michaels. Uh, Virgil Nails. Nails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> going all into Nails and, and his exit from the company not long after this match. Like... Uh, isn't that crazy though? Like we're gonna we're going to Wembley in about a month, and to think, we assume like someone like Sting is going to be on this show. Yeah, this show is going to be like the biggest crowd I believe Sting has ever performed in. Wow! And think how many decades he's been performing. True. However, Nails got to do it like thirty <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Nineteen ninety-two. Yeah. Before in front of eighty thousand. Crazy. Nails. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, the Road Warrior Hawk. Uh, motorcycle possible LSD incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, see Dark Side of the Ring for that. But yeah, that this is a total fun show. It was cool to look back at not only a classic SummerSlam, one of the best SummerSlams, especially that main event. We've definitely nerded out about that main event in the past. So we're going to chat all about that and kind of getting hyped for the new Wembley show like 30 plus years later. So yeah, got Jeff Jarrett v. Uh, Grado to look yeah. forward to. Yeah, uh, so I'm selling a ticket for anyone who <laughs> needs one uh, when I saw that news. Oh, boy. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that show, that podcast, our SummerSlam 92 review coming out on our Patreon. Uh, I'll probably put it up, like, tomorrow night or Friday morning or something. Or Wednesday morning. Sorry, Thursday morning. Something Thursday, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for all patrons. Uh, it is the beginning of a month, which means it is still a cool time to check out what we do if you want to hear that SummerSlam review. If you also want to hear our best match ever Golden Lovers review, our – we've just been doing so many we podcasts. Just Jaws for Shark Week. Jaws, yeah. Shark Week is over. We've learned a lot about sharks. I hope we're not all afraid of sharks because remember, uh, cows kill more people per year than sharks do. So, yeah. And cows do have bones. And that's why yeah, they're they more do. dangerous, yeah. right? Yeah. 
but the meat around them are pretty good yeah. sometimes. Oh, cows taste great. Yeah. Uh, so we did Jaws. We've done a bunch of movie reviews, lots of wrestling over on the Patreon.com slash PoisonRana. It's only five bucks. Go give us a shot. And there's so many shows at your leisure there. Yeah. And for the rest of this month, we're kind of uh, staying in the kind of zone of uh, All In and Wembley and the UK. Uh, we're going to finish our Daniel Craig James Bond reviews yes. No Time to Die we thought this would be the perfect month seeing that we're going to London to talk about uh, maybe one of the most famous fictional Brits That's ever right. he's James not real well, he might be he yeah. might be uh, and uh, so we're doing that we're going to be putting out a review of the original All In yes well. I know people are going to get excited about that we're going to put feedback threads up early for these ones yes we're going to look back at the original all in. Yes, we were there. We went with John away. We did a iconic podcast with them in our hotel room afterwards in Chicago. I've never rewatched this show back. I've seen bits and bobs, but I've never rewatched it. And I okay. have a feeling yeah. like there's bits I really remember. Yeah, yeah. And there's going to be bits where I'm like, this was a match. This right. happened. I've never watched the show front to back yeah. before, but I've definitely watched the main event with Rey Mysterio and Kota Bushi yeah. a few times. Uh, I've rewatched Kenny versus Penta like definitely a bunch mm-hmm. of times. Uh, yeah, I've watched that show. A few. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, though, there's a few thou shall not be named. Yeah, on that there's show, I think. Uh, yeah. Hangman Page against someone. Yeah. Uh, there's a no, versus someone. No, no, Hangman no, fight Jan- Janella. Yeah, no, that's yeah. right. It's the bit after. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okada wrestles. Okada wrestles. <laughs> Way too long. Okada yeah. just went. Okada ruined the show. <laughs> yeah, almost. Okada went Broadway for no reason. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so we'll be doing lots of cool podcasts this upcoming month with our trips and stuff like that. And I'm going to be on this very feed tomorrow. Yes. Uh, I'm going to be helping out uh, the Post lads with their G1 coverage. I'm going to be joined by Eric Marcotte. I'm going to be filling the shoes of WH Park uh, to talk about uh, the G1 climate that's happening probably in a, in a few hours from yeah. now. Uh, looking at it, the, the one that's got my interest, I think, is Ishii Hanare. Okay. I think that looks like it could be a, a cool, heavy-hitting match. I'm a bit, bit nervous because I just dropped a point. And I'm now in second place in the E-block standings. You're not too far behind. You're in joint third right now. So uh, I'm hoping tomorrow, uh, like, I I have a a big surge and and move my way forward across the leader thing. But, yeah, and you'll also get to find out what my rating scale will be. You gave me a little uh, teaser of it before, mm. and I, I I approve of it. Yeah, uh, we got we got some set additions. We, we've uh, got some some hints for you if talking you're about if James you're having to be watching this said right too much. now. I've said too much. Yeah, I've said too much. But shout out Roger Moore. Yeah, okay. You're, you're very obvious, Brady. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm not gonna say who won this match, but let me tell you that this guy he loses. In like, oh well, thanks, you fucking idiot. Uh, but yeah, thanks for that. Uh, uh, tune in tomorrow. <laughs> tune in over on the post wrestling feed. This feed here. You and Eric. Me and Eric. Yeah, oh, that's Mark a good team. Yeah, I love Eric. Yeah, shout out Eric. Um, so yeah, lots of different podcasts that we got going on. Of course, over on the Poison Rana feed, we have tons of shows over there, including Shot in the Dark with John Cena covering all the other wrestling that you may or may not watch, meaning Ring of Honor, Women of Wrestling. Impact, everything else. He watches it and covers it and talks about it in 15 minutes or less. So that Poison Rana weekly show, everything over on our feed as well. Go click that subscribe and check out all the other shows that we did, uh, that we do, that we did. Uh, I saw Barbie today. Oh, yeah. And what did you Well, think? first of all, I told my story. I feel like I said this on a show where I went to go see it and it was sold out. Right. I went to see it. It was sold out. 
So I was like, wow, I should just really start buying tickets like way in advance. I guess that's mm. just the new norm. I Call me old school. I just figure you could show up to the theater and be like, hey, is there tickets available? Mm. But no, it's been crazy. Yeah. And they, they, they had flashing signs like all these shows are sold out. Wow. So then I went to uh, Scotiabank Theater and caught a show. But still like pretty – I don't think I've been to like a theater in the middle of the – it's a Tuesday, so it was cheaper obviously. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, Tuesday's obviously. But it was – packed yeah yeah um so uh i've never been in a theater with so many people pulling out their phones and taking videos with flash and TikToking. i knew you were i knew really? i was at barbie when i came across like girls doing this it's in the probably theater. the first time some of these people have been to a theater <laughs> they're so used to just watching at home on their phone watching everything on TikTok. i was like i didn't say anything i you know oh, i wasn't I gonna be that uh it wasn't enough to make me be you like know, ah. if i was there I'd have been like in like the gruffest, manliest voice possible, being like, "Oi, can you put the phones away? I'm trying to watch Barbie." <laughs> That's exactly why I didn't look. What am I going to say to these people? Like, excuse me, I'm trying to fucking watch. Barbie. I, remember, I went to see Toy Story three once. Fantastic yeah. movie, great, yeah. great movie. It is. And these girls behind us were were talking right about like five minutes into the film, and I just turned around. And I'm like, "Excuse me, are you planning on talking throughout the entire film?" No, I'm like good. I'm trying to watch my film about toys. <laughs> I, I, That's like what it's Woody and Bo Peep yeah, or whatever. On, I she isn't in the third one. I, I went to the last Harry Potter. I've seen four of them, so the last okay. time I saw one was the fourth one in theaters. And I went with some friends, and they kept talking. And like, I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan mm. to begin with, but I'm like, guys, like, there's a respect thing in yeah. theaters. Like, shut, the, like, watch the movie. So they kept jerking off and t- chatting and shit I'm like that. Joking. No, no, no. They were just like fucking, ju- you know. Rest in peace, Paul Rubens, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah, in a movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> they were just like fucking around and like, you know, kind of causing shit during this movie. Mm. So this guy in front of us, like who was there with like his little kid, just like starts telling him to shut up. And mm. then it's like, shut the fuck up. And then he's like getting really upset, gets up out of his seat, like really upset. My friend's still like messing around and laughing and like, you know, by the end of the movie, the soon as the lights come on, like the credits hit, this guy gets out of his chair, comes around, grabs my one friend by like the collar and is like, if I, like, you need to learn not to fucking talk, and, like in front of his kid, yeah. like you need to learn not to fucking talk in a theater and like going off and everything. And like, I was like, he's right. <laughs> but but can you, you're this, you're this dad as well. You've probably like, cinema's expensive. He's probably bought his kid like overpriced popcorn, a drink. Like he's going to see a film that he probably doesn't want to see. He want to see Harry Potter. He's taking Potter. his kid. He's probably yeah. dropped 50 bucks to see this thing, to take his kid. Yeah. And this idiot's chatting the whole time, ruining the experience. Yeah. Well, like I'm watching Barbie and I could notice like the person beside me twice pulled out their phone. I could see they were like recording TikTok, but they were using, fl- the flash oh, was on. come on. And then like people who were not even with this party like rose away. We're also doing, it. and then a row down there during the. I'm like, is this just the normal now? People are allowed to just pull. I, I don't think you should be on your phones during the movie. Like no. that's like maybe you know quick text. Oh, I'm at the Screen, movie. Sorry, the time. Yeah, sure, but like, like to I film. Need to pee. Thing, like, is there much left to this film? Yeah. This kind of thing. <laughs> it's a movie. Is there yeah. an end credit scene? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Spoilers. There's not an Oppenheimer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, there's a new Godzilla movie coming out. Okay. So that one's that. Um, yeah, it, it's it always seems to be kids' movie. I went, it, I went to see the Lego Movie once okay and this guy in front a dad with two kids yeah answers the phone in the oh, movie oh my god and i tapped him on the shoulder and was like are you being serious right now <laughs> that's that's insane like your kids are trying to watch this yeah i'm trying to watch this yeah there's there's sort of like a a, a law to this an unwritten it's rule. etiquette yeah exactly it's not Manners. it's not like 
it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Go to film, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just watch the movie. Yeah. Or watch it at home so you can go on your phone and do whatever you want and everything. However, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. You Very did. funny movie. Yeah, it's good yeah. fun. Uh, the best part of the Barbie movie were the men. <laughs> <laughs> like Ryan Gosling and uh, Michael Sarah and... Uh, oh, Lee. Yeah, yeah, he's so funny, man. Yeah. Oh my god, they were they were killing me laughing. So, have you seen all the stuff around him recently where people like do the cast not like him? Yeah, like, what's going on with that? I saw the video. So there's and the video of like him and Ryan Gosling. He's got his like, arm like on Gosling, yeah. and Gosling like clearly whispers like, "Move your fucking arm" or yeah. something he's like, like that. Yeah, like not yeah that. And he's like, "Oh, too tender for you." Yeah. Um. So there was apparently stuff like years ago where uh like people kind of found some stuff on a reddit about like maybe he's homophobic oh okay. he was i think from what i read it was basically poor like he, he was basically playing a, a pedophile in a in a film or a theater or something and doing research into it he was like oh it's like he somewhat empathizes because it's a thing with them where it's like you know, okay. And he compared it to being gay. Right, okay. And people were like, what, you're comparing pedophiles to gay? Right, people right, like, right. no. And he's kind of like, since spoken and been like... You're not talking yeah. about Ryan Gosling. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Siu uh, Limu? Is that I always name? mess up his name, yeah. yeah. Um, so there was like, that going round and like it resurfaced like whenever like this film came out and he kind of put an end to that on his Instagram. He was like, like, no, I love yeah. everyone and support everyone and blah, blah, blah. But then there's just been these little things from this film, like the the clip with Ryan Gosling. Uh, Margot Robbie was asked who's the most like their character in the film, and she picked him. <laughs> who who's like Ryan Gosling's Ken is like just dumb, dumb blonde Ken. Yeah. Whereas he's more like the narcissistic. Yeah, Simu Liu. Yeah. And uh, and then she's like, oh, but I love him. He's great. But it's like <laughs> pick like. The shittiest character in right. there to be most like his character. It was it was pretty funny. It there was, was though, yeah, think. like there was like I said, I was probably there was only a few dudes in the theater, and mm. I laughed like loudly at things a lot of other people didn't mm. laugh at, and like vice versa. So it really like hit over the head of some funny things. I th- I, I I honestly thought it was great. I thought it had a like a a good message while still kind of I can't say I grew up with Barbies, but it, it felt yeah. like it was paying homage to a lot of kind of barbie things throughout the years as well and was just genuinely a funny film a good fun film Uh, yeah yeah i I thought it was great i think it will be the biggest movie this year easily like it's selling out it's making millions of dollars it's i i really liked oppenheimer as well yeah but i would say it's kind of the first nolan film you don't have to see in the theaters okay you don't have to see an imax the sound is awesome like some of the a bomb (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but like there's certain things like that, like certain uses of sound to like build tension in certain moments and things like that. That's really good. But it's unlike all his other films that have something like very visual. Right. It's, it's basically talking for three hours, Yeah, which fair. I'm glad I saw it in theaters because if I'm watching that kind of film at home, I wouldn't be paying attention. So it yeah. forced me to pay attention. And I did think it was great. But compared to other Nolan films, this is probably one I'm never going to watch again. Because it's just like, well, I saw it. I saw it, yeah, yeah. and it's great. Like, all the acting's fantastic, like, but it's, you know, there's something about watching certain scenes from The Dark Knight on an IMAX screen, Interstellar, Inception, like, those films that just are so, even Dunkirk as well, but, like, this one, it's like, I don't really need to see Killian Murphy, but taller. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess. You just, know? Just hanging out, talking about making a bomb. Yeah. It's not the most exciting. Yeah. I, I want to see it, but I think I might wait. Because three hours, like, Barbie was two. But it was like pretty crazy. Like I smoked a, a joint before watching Barbie, and it was so visually no, like it was so like visually like like crazy. Like the filming, mm. the the making of it is, I'm sure, is just like fantastic. Great effects and everything. Uh, and again, I was like howling. And I think Ryan Gosling should uh, win Best Actor. And it's going to be tough. It's going to be between for Best Song this year. It's going to be between Ken, yeah. Ryan Song, and Peaches by Jack Black for right. Mario. They're very similar songs, and I could see both being going up there. I just want that uh, Drive Barbie crossover. That would be pretty sweet, yeah. Because the driver doesn't have a name in Drive. Right, it's Ken. He's saying it's not just Ken. (laughs) It's Ken. Wow. He's adjusted to the real world, and and he's a driver. Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, I listen to the soundtrack all the time. But yeah, I, I, Ryan Gosling's got some good films. Honestly, that, some really good. Films. I was watching this movie. I was like, this. I love Margot Robbie, and she was phenomenal as Barbie. She's a she's such a perfect Barbie. But Ken stole this. Like Ryan Gosling is one of my favorite actors, and he's from here too. Mm. Breaker High, baby, mm. never forget. But yeah, thoroughly enjoyed Barbie. Definitely one of the funnier movies I've watched this year, and almost a kids movie, but really not. And it, as someone who just loves the cinema in general, I love that. In the last year, we've got films that are actually bringing people back. Sure. Because it kind of depressed me a bit after the pandemic where everyone's like, oh, I'll just watch it on streaming. It's like, come on, no one makes a film to be watched on your TV. You right. want to go and experience the movies, being with people and yeah. reacting with people and seeing it with a great sound system and huge screen. I don't know. I like the, I like the theater. Yeah, I do so, too. So like, you know, Top Gun Maverick, Barbie... Oppenheimer bring people back. It's, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm I'm trying to catch up on the Mission Impossible's to eventually just see it. I don't need to see an IMAX or everybody. Just mm. to see it like in theaters would be nice enough yeah. for me. But uh, I need. Well, we to got see time because nothing's going to be made for the next year. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. So I might see some movies while I can. Actually, a lot of people are praising the the new Ninja Turtle, so I might actually check that out as well. And yeah, go me too. Yeah, yeah, I know you. <laughs> yeah, let's go see it. Uh, our Ninja Turtles 2 review also out on the Patreon from it a few is, weeks ago yeah. in honor of that. So, yeah, lots of fun movies to go see. I was bummed, though. 50 Cent was in Toronto last night, and I just mm. didn't want to, like... It was pretty expensive. Resale on it was nuts. So I was it wasn't just, like, just 50 Cent? You no, know, you thought it would be. That should be his gimmick. No. Yeah, <laughs> tickets for 50 Cent, yeah. he'd be rich, yeah. as rich as he is. Uh, but I heard it was a good show, so I was kind of bummed nice. out. So instead, I watched some movies. Well, you know what else was a good show? What's that? NXT. That's right. From August 1st, 2023, from the Capitol Wrestling Center in Orlando, Florida. And we start with a graphic for Adrian Street, who passed away uh, just this week. Yes, rest in peace. And uh, rest in peace to Pee Wee as well. Mm. Love me some Pee Wee. I was, I was uh, watching some clips of uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure last night and just started watching way too many cl- remember how I showed you a movie the other day and just by watching through clips through YouTube and we sat there for like an hour and we're like did we just watch this whole movie in different clips through YouTube it was yeah. Euro Trip yeah. and we're like yeah so I kind of did that with Pee Wee's Big Adventure the other day uh, which is just one of my all time favorites uh, and the Alamo posting yes. did you see that yeah, oh did. man just beautiful sorry yeah, yeah sad week uh, yeah. Angus Cloud as well from uh euphoria oh yeah that's wild yeah young yeah Yeah. really sad very sad so rest in peace to those three yeah smoke them if you got them and we open the show with the new tag team champions tony d and Stax arriving when they're jumped by gallus 
Uh, Tony's trying to help Stax, but he gets beaten up too. And Joe Coffey reminds them that the Gallus boys are always on top. And this is going to kind of set up our main event uh, for the evening. And it cuts to Booker T, who's just laughing. Vicar's like, whoa, why are you laughing? Those guys have got mugged on the streets. Yeah. And he's like, well, welcome to the party, pal. Yeah, he's doing his diehard, welcome to the party, pal. I don't understand why, but yeah, all right. Uh, I like that the parking lot is still uh, unsafe ground, yeah. <laughs> unmarked ground here, uh, still for attacks. And right away made you go, well, wait a second. There's three of them. Come on. We were saying last week, like, it's to even these odds. They need someone to yeah. help them. And that definitely was the kind of motive here. The thread here. of the, the yeah. show. Yeah. Um, and then as, like, Vic and Booker are setting up the show, JC Jane just storms in, grabs the headset, and says, tonight... Uh, Lyra isn't going to have anyone to pull me off of her. I'm mm. going to beat her up. So uh, I like when they start the show like just hot with action and getting right into the match. Because uh, Lyra Valkyria then makes her entrance. And JC jumps her during the entrance. And they're fighting on the floor. Uh, JC hits her somersault sent on off the apron onto Lyra on the floor. Uh, they get into the ring and the match now officially starts. Lyra starts coming back with these big right hands. Hits a running crossbody. And during the break, JC Jane comes back with a running neck breaker. Uh, there's a diving crossbody off the top rope from Lyra, followed by a, a beautiful looking Northern Light suplex with a bridge. Uh, JC then comes back with a super kick and a pretty nice looking spine buster for a two, and then goes for a spin kick to Lyra, but Lyra ducks and hits one of her own, like the, the kind of black mass spinning back kick. Yeah, like an axe kick or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and takes down JC. She climbs on top rope. And hits her bird splash. The bird splash? Is that the best we got for that? Yeah, the the bird splat? (laughs) Yeah, uh, to pick up the win over J.C. Jane. Yeah, I'd say maybe one of J.C. Jane's better matches. Uh, We've definitely been high on Lyra Valkyria, and the wrestling was was totally here. Like Both of them were hitting some pretty cool-looking moves. I agree, Jane looked good with that spine buster and her low super kicks as well, but... Lyra is, is definitely one of my favorite wrestlers yeah. in the in the last little while of, of NXT because she wrestles so smooth and, and works so good. My only critique is the finish. Like, she's got some way cooler moves. So, like, why and is that? Splash, like, yeah. everyone does that as a move these days. It's just kind of, like, not that exciting. So, I'm wondering. Like, she's done the kind of black mass kick as a finish as well. That's yeah. a lot. It's a lot more exciting than just the, the splash. But still, fun match. Yeah, I I think JC is one of those wrestlers who it kind of depends on her opponent. Mm. Um, I didn't really enjoy much of her stuff with Gigi. I thought the the cage match was probably the best one they had. Um, But I I remember kind of some of those tags, like when she was in there with like a Caden and Katana, like she was pretty good, but other times she's looked a bit rough. Yeah, Lyra is definitely like one of, if not the best women in this division. I think she's so good. Her, Her kicks look snug like her suplexes are nice yeah. she just she just seems one of the more complete wrestlers and i thought jc had a a good match with her with some nice aggression and uh i think i think jc as well has really kind of she's taken the kind of toxic attraction thing and then made it a little bit more unhinged and i believe her so much more as like the mean girl of nxt than cora jade who seems so put on i i feel like it's yeah uh, I feel she's actually since the split kind of surpassing Gigi in a way. 
I, I guess so. Yeah, since the split, I've not been into like the these stories of these two characters as much as maybe I thought I would be. Mm-hmm. Be- kind of way back before uh, Toxic Attraction, so I think it was just kind of a weird spot to be put in. But when you have a good match like this, it definitely would like kind of raise your stock. I would I definitely put her over Cora, Cora Jade as well, yeah. but. But definitely loving uh, Lyra Valkyria and could definitely see her on the main roster. It will eventually happen. So I think that's – which is the end goal of NXT and developmental. Mm. But she's kind of lost those bird feathers things, and which I don't think she'll totally get rid of. But again, like get a, get a flashier move and like yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll have it all, really. RYN in the chat is saying JC Jane's ex- facial expressions are good as well, which I agree. She's always like doing something. She's always angry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we then go backstage to the locker room with Trick and Mello. And this was quite interesting. Uh, Mello apologizes to Trick for him getting in the way, uh, like basically taking that stray. The, yeah. the, the constant, sorry, the torpedo Moscow on the outside. You, cu- you cut that stray. And Trick goes, well, you got the dub and that's all that matters. Um, but Trick says that he meant what he said last week and wants to start doing things for me. He goes, we are Trick and Mellow gang, ride or die, but I ain't no sidekick. And Mellow's like, I don't see you as a sidekick. And he's like, no, I know you don't, but they do. And I ain't the champion, you are. And you beat the Mad Dragon, and that's good, but I need to slay that dragon too. Mellow says, I respect that. And Trick just assures him, this ain't no breakup, but I gotta be my own man. And they they hug. So kind of yeah, teasing maybe like a softened, a soft split, maybe. Yeah, a little bit of a like do your own thing kind of thing. We're still there when you need it, when you need a partner and stuff. But I think it's also like doing this. You can build to the point where Trick kind of respectfully asks for that title shot. I thought I that's what he was. I thought good, that's yeah. where it was going, and I yeah. think maybe that's a bit too soon. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, so he's still he's still mad at Ilya and wants that match with him. Yeah. We go. Uh, to Mackenzie Mitchell, who interviews Tony D and Stax, and she asks for a medical update on them both after the attack. And Tony goes, yeah, I got a medical update. Gallus are dead men walking, and I want all three of us, uh, all three of Gallus tonight. And Stax like, but Don, there's three of them and two of us. He goes, ah, I know some people. I'll make mm. some calls. So now we set up the mystery of who will be the third man all night. Mabel. And obviously, yeah, the first two that come to my head, Mabel and Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze? He's, he was always the mystery man, remember? In NXT Zango, for a yeah. while, him and Breeze Angle were Breeze. always the, the mystery tag partners. Uh, yeah, I think we knew, me and you called this kind of right away. We're like, well, Two Dimes is still in the other place, so it can't be him, sadly. Right. Wasn't, I thought Cole Carter was not on the roster. Yeah, we were talking about it. Yeah, we were talking about like, it a few weeks ago. That would be such the return. Two Dimes, the yeah. place would explode. Nuts. The, the roof of the CWC would yeah. come off. Yeah, uh, I don't think it would be him. So then we thought, well, he's done quite similar things with Santos, Escobar. Yeah. So that's exactly who we went to. But then we're like, it could be Nunzio, Daddy... What, Big Vito? There's a few of them. Uh, AJ Galante could oh, come right. back into yeah. it. I thought he was dead. He's dead. Yeah. No, yeah. Big, there's a few. Big Guido? Is that Tony Mama Mama Luke? Luke? Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. There's a few. There's a few there. Classic. We need more Italian wrestlers. Yes. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Dirty Dominic Mysterio from Judgment Day come out. And Rhea says, and still, 
NXT North American champion, Dirty Dominic Mysterio. And uh, Dom, as soon as he starts talking, obviously a load of booze. He says, Mami is always right. And Rhea says, at Great American Bash, Dom proved he's more of a man than Wesley. More of a man than Mustafa Ali. And more of a man than all of you. And that makes me, Dom, the greatest luchador that ever lived. (laughs) What a statement from Dom. As he's saying in his purple plaid shirt. Then Dragon Lee interrupts, and I love Rhea's reaction here. She was like, oh my God, this this guy again. And Rhea goes, oh, it's Rey Mysterio Jr. Jr. Again. And Dragon says, I don't like you, to Rhea. Uh, you call yourself the greatest looter of all time. Well, I don't believe that. You don't believe that. And they don't believe that. Rey is the greatest. And Dragon says that if he's got the gahonies, that, that Rhea's got uh, Dom's gahonies in her purse. And Rhea says, yeah, well... Dom's Gahonis are way bigger than yours. And Dragon challenges him to put the title on the line next week. And Dom accepts, saying that Mammy will be and always will be in his corner. And Dragon says, yeah, well, I thought you'd say that. Well, I've got someone in my corner too. And Rey Mysterio appears on the screen and confirms that he will be in the corner of Dragon Lee, Whoa. his real son, next week. <laughs> That's what it feels <laughs> yeah. like. I was, th- I'm like, is that your kid? Wait a second. This one's your real kid. It that feels one's like Eddie's. Dragon Lee turned up to NXT and they're like, wait, wait, wait. That's your mask. Yeah. Huh. All right. Ray, how do you feel about that? I endorse it. All right. Cool. You're his, <laughs> his new son. Okay. So Ray, Ray Mysterio Junior Junior. Ray Mysterio Junior and Ray Mysterio Junior Junior next week on NXT against Dom. So that, that means that Ray is also uh, Drillistico slash uh, Mystico slash Sincara. Oh, no. No, 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 okay, no, we're not no, doing this no, bit. No, no, okay. no. He's not involved with that family. Okay. Yeah. He's just helping this kid out. Okay. Because the rest of his family are signed with AW, so yeah. he's got to help Dragon Lee out. Uh, yeah, Ray Mysterio is going to be on NXT in Dragon Lee's corner next week to face Dom. The ratings are going to go through the roof. I mean, this is just every week now, like main roster involvement. Yeah. And it's definitely helping the show. And I think they're mixing them in in, in the right way. Like, yeah. uh, people will tune in to see Dom and Ray and might be exposed to a Dragon Lee for the first time. Yeah. You know? After the some of the stuff with Dragon Lee and Rey Mysterio teasing, I, I'm kind of bummed it's not right away going to, ah, I'll just wrestle on NXT because that would be pretty cool. Mm. I, I hope he's okay. I guess he's okay if from that yeah. bump the, the other week. But... Yeah, you should always get a tag down. There. I imagine it could be some screwy yeah. and set up something bigger. Like, yeah, if he doesn't help Dragon Lee win this title that way, then it'll maybe just set up a tag match for the week after. So I, I do think Rey Mysterio, if you know he is okay, that he will be wrestling like on NXT, which is pretty cool. But there is a few like Axiom Rey Mysterio, Axiom Rey Mysterio versus Dragon Lee should just happen as well. But, yeah, uh, but yeah, next week. Yeah, and I, I'm really enjoying the Rear and Dom stuff oh, on, yeah. on NXT. It's, it's, it's so definitely good. working. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny, and she she is like such a, a big strong character, and it works, and it's so funny with her like basically being his heavy and doing all. The, she she's the reason he's the champion and the reason he retains. She's so come into her own because yeah. I, I remember there was a time when we weren't particularly high on Rhea's promos. We yeah. always knew I. We always said she was miscast as a babyface in NXT. We yeah. were like, no, the big bully works for her but yeah uh yeah she's an absolute star right pretty now. great 
We go back to Mello's locker room when Wesley storms in and is kind of smacking doors and kicking chairs. He's so angry. And he he basically, Mello's like, yo, chill, dude. And he's like, I've got three losses and you're on top of the world. He's mad. And Mello says, yeah, well, you know what? I went to war on Sunday too. I can barely breathe from those chops Dragunov gave me. Uh, and you don't see me being mad. Yeah, because you're the champion, Mello. Like, <laughs> And he's like, but I know what the title does. It consumes you. And that's why Breaker snapped, which is interesting that he's referencing the, the Bron Breaker mm-hmm. kind of heel turn here. And this is when Noam Dar walks in with the Heritage Cup and says he's the champion. Wes says he isn't. And Noam said, well, Fraser didn't beat me, but Dom beat you twice. And Wes is all mad. He's ah, oh, let me ah. Uh, So sets up a match for later tonight with... The new pissed-off Wesley teaming with Mello, taking on metaphors uh, Noam Dar and Oro Mensah. Yeah, uh, Carmelo lost a friend a few minutes ago and found a new one. He's yeah. a bit upset right now, but he's like, ah, oh, you could be my friend and fight these guys. Uh, yeah, this match sounds pretty fun with uh, Noam Dar and Mensah kind of hot off there. They had a pretty fun match in that opener on Sunday at the Great American Bash. So, Yeah, I am kind of... Uh, mm, Concer- like I don't know if concern's the right word. I just hope this, like, Wesley... We've seen him do the the losing rut already. Right. right? When after uh, Nash Carter left and he did his whole depressed thing and was going, like, losing matches until he found himself again. He's more pissed off now, but I hope this isn't, like... Like, I don't know how long this is going to last before he's just unlikable. Because I found out the last time, it's like, I'm starting to not really root for you. Yeah. and I'm wondering if he gets a shot at Mello's title. I think that's probably where we're building, and I think yeah. that feels like a, a pretty big match. Like that can that. be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We go to Thea Hale being interviewed, and this is not the Thea Hale we're oh. used to seeing. She is down in the dumps. She's so sad off her the, loss. The spark has gone. I mean, we were all pretty upset that Andre Chase threw in the towel for Thea Hale when she didn't even want it. She didn't even want to tap out. And she's not really in the same mood as she once was. Yeah. So she's sad. And she says, I gave it everything I had. I left it all in the ring. And Mr. Chase threw in the towel. But I didn't give up. And Andre sounding solemn as well. He said, look, I, I had to. She goes, no, you didn't. And this is when Corbin interrupts and says... This interview is over. You should leave. And like bends down to look at Thea and goes, excuse me, little girl. This job isn't for everyone. You tried and you failed. So pack your bags and leave. Damn. And Andre Chase steps up to him and calls him a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he did, he did, they censored it, but yeah, he did. Yeah, it's funny. And uh, sets up a match. And Chase says he isn't going to let him talk to you like that again to Thea. And he kind of puts his hand on Thea, and Thea just shrugs it off. Oh. So Thea's mad Damn. at Andre Chase. But setting up a huge match for later in the night. Andre yeah. Chase versus Barry Corbin. Burn the ships. Burn the ships. We go uh, to our next match. Eddie Thorpe taking on Dijak. This has been building the last couple of weeks. Who is the toughest? Eddie thought he was a tough guy for winning NXT Underground, and Dijak wants to prove him wrong. But Dijak just had the battle of who's the toughest guy with Dragonov and lost. And he lost So it. now he's like... Well, this is like, who's the second toughest? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the BMF title in yeah. UFC. Yeah. Uh, 
Thorpe charges uh, uh, Dijak immediately and is delivering some chops and a drop kick and then hits this running crossbody uh, followed by a sit-out choke slam from Dijak for a two-count. Uh, Dijak is now working on the elbow and shoulder of Eddie, which got kind of injured from a bad landing from the choke slam. Uh, so Dijak is working on that, goes for the feast your eyes, but Thorpe escapes and hits a German suplex. And uh, this allows uh, him to then hit this big elbow on Dijak. And then Dijak comes back, hitting Eddie with the cyclone boot for the win. Yeah, uh, didn't think too much of this uh, this match. I was expecting a bit more. I, Eddie Thorpe definitely showed up in that like fight pit match, but uh, I don't know. This kind of didn't connect as, as much. I thought the sit-out chokeslam looked good. I thought the cyclone boot looked good, but uh, I think the story is he he injured Eddie's shoulders so that they can eventually like rematch this in some way. So I imagine we get that again. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. This this felt like it didn't really have a disputed uh, finish or anything like that. It was just a, like a clean win from Dijak, which just seems a little odd coming off the back of that big win. Yeah. That you're... Like, I feel the momentum with uh, Eddie's been a little stop-start at the moment. Yeah. So, and it felt like these guys didn't get a whole lot of time. And I, I thought the body of the match was actually pretty good, but it was like okay, we let's try and do a 10-minute match in five minutes here, and just seemed a little rushed. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, sorry if the YouTube chat can hear us. Bear with us. Uh, it's shout starting out Fido. to pick up again, but yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, apologies. I know Pollock has issues, and he was like, was he saying Fido? And I was like, we had Fido, so we yeah. needed, Fido sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it seems to be reconnecting Okay, now, so we're reconnecting. I'm sorry. But yeah. If you missed it on YouTube, th- this match wasn't all that. No, it was okay. And uh, they'll rematch it, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we see Tony D'Angelo on the phone. He's trying to, to get someone for the main event. And uh, he's saying, look, if anyone understands, it's you. Business is business. Ah. So who is he talking to? Yeah. Um, who could he be talking to? I think we got it when he said business. Yeah. 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 Uh, because, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't mention Electra because business went up, what, 16%? She, it did come to mind, yeah. Business was good when she was in charge yeah. for business. For business reasons. <laughs> That's all they said. Um, we then see that John Cena's film, Hidden Strike, starring Cena and Jackie Chan, is the number one movie on Netflix and therefore the number one movie in the world. That's how it works these days. I mean, technically... Like, if it's been watched by... Has this been watched by more people? Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably, yeah. So it's the number one. Probably. It's the best. What's it called? Uh, Hidden Strike. Hidden Blade. Yeah. The Hidden Strike. Uh, Yeah, I kind of want to watch it. It's John Cena and Jackie Chan. I'm not going to rush to see... They've done a film before, haven't they? What? No. I don't think so. Well, is it... No, Arnold and and Jackie did one, like, a few years ago. I'm not not mistaking Cena for Arnold. Some people do, though. Do you, like... (laughs) He's learned like uh, Mandarin, hasn't he? Okay. Or is Cantonese? Yeah. He went like years ago to do a film. And he with did Jackie a movie Chan with Jackie Chan. Because unless this is this film, but I feel that was this was filmed years ago. I don't know. I might be wrong. Yeah. Uh, chat. How many films have Cena and uh, Jackie Chan? Done? I'm sure it's like you know, kind of paint by numbers, action comedy, 
but I'm, I'll definitely check it out. Uh, I love I love me the old Jackie Chan action comedies, so I'll definitely watch it when I'm like, I don't know, nothing to do kind of day. John Cena and Jackie Chan's action movie lands 0% rating on oh. Rotten Tomatoes, but it's the, the number one film in the world. Yikes. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't... I. I'm not in a rush. Yeah, this, yeah. But. I'm not. I'm not definitely not rushing because uh, the trailer didn't do it too much justice for me. I was. I watched. it. I was like, ah, this would be great. Uh, but one day, well, I'm. I'm sure someone will pick it in like a year or so. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. There's a few other ones that we've done. Rush Hour before, mm. and I love. I love those ones. But uh, loved. Uh, I love Cena. Really is Cena is really in the number one movie. As well, though. In Barbie, yeah. Yeah. Well, spoilers. Jeez. However, <laughs> we needed more Cena. Yeah, I needed more mermaid Cena. Yeah. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I I I would watch this movie, but is Cena going to be on Raw as well? Is that, or are they just saying, "Hey, Happy Cena"? I, I thought for just, a second. No, I think just Happy. Oh, Cena. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, we go to Dana Brooke and Kalani Jordan, who are watching last week's NXT. I hate this tablet. trope. Why would anyone be sitting in the locker room while tonight's show is going on, watching, watching last week's? Yeah. Also, what are you using to watch it? Is it on the network already? Are, are you like, if it's Canada, you it, definitely ain't on, watching yeah, it I mean, on your phone. Peacock, but like, yeah, man. We're it, still having issues with the Canadian. I mean, this show wasn't on. I was that, trying but. to watch SummerSlam '92 yeah. for this review, and like, yeah, just won't work. The, the feeds are gonna be nuts. It's yeah, so, Summer like SummerSlam this weekend. Yeah. I'm glad I'm going. <laughs> so we can actually watch it. I know it, my yeah. feed will be good there. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's hope we make it across the border to start with, I guess. Um, so they're watching last week's uh, match and Kalani's saying like, oh, you, you were such a badass last week. And Dana says, yeah, I needed this to come out of me. All the directions my career has gone, all the negative comments I've received. As soon as I held that kendo stick, I just saw red. Kalani's like, yeah, you're a badass and dana goes yeah well you need to be a badass too and it's all very good us training gymnastics but you need to find that killer instinct so i think we're getting deathmatch kalani moving forwards yeah she's gonna be like well you had a kendo stick match i'll have one next week they're, they're watching the ipad and it's just june kasai <laughs> <laughs> Dana Brooke versus June Kasai. <laughs> Book it. Someone, please. Uh, one, one day. One spring break years from now. I, I have not seen him live, so I need to make that happen. But uh, book it, TK. Uh, yeah, uh, so maybe Jordan Kalani here is going to wear the Catwoman outfit next week. Mm. That's, that's the dark place. I, she just, yeah, she just needs to fuck someone up, really. She's going to murder someone. Her new finish is going to be the hidden blade. It is, it, it is something I like... I find just because of the restrictions in these like hardcore matches. Yeah. When you're watching other wrestling and it's Dana Brooke is now like badass I'm Dana a badass. Brooke because she hit someone with a kendo stick. It's like, no, like, like stab someone. No, <laughs> no, no. no, no, yeah. no but, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, get a light tube. Like it's yeah, like light something at on least fire. Thumbtacks, like something like thumbtacks. You're then like, wow, Lego. Like, they went there, but it's yeah. She did, used a kendo stick in a trash can, which it's like see quite a lot. Yeah, it's pretty kid friendly. Yeah, yeah. But maybe Kalani will have that killer in, killer Kalani. Killer Kalani. Yeah, I like it. Love they it. won't let her say that though. This post wrestling podcast is brought to you by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. 
On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister. And putting away more money for retirement, because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. We go to our next match, a women's tag match. Ulyssa Leon and Valentina Royce taking on the team of Lola Weiss and Electra Lopez. And uh, we see a video on Instagram where uh, Lola and Electra are watching uh, Ulyssa and Valentina's match from the other uh, from Great American Bash, and they say that those two don't have the fire that we have. Damn. So this match is going on. Lola Weiss in uh, kind of Miami Vice inspired gear the the blue and the pink is that, okay yeah okay yeah. i see it yeah and as booker called her hotter than chalupa green yeah that's <laughs> that's true <laughs> i had some the other day i do love uh chalupa yeah, yeah green good. sauce is yeah, yeah. is good hot sauce yeah. yeah it's good um ulissa starts this match and hits this nice kind of data roll to electra and then a springboard arm drag uh Feroz tags in and Ulyssa, there's a lot of Ulyssa, who's the tall of the two, just throwing Valentina around. And this she kind of throws and assists into like an Arabian moonsault onto Electra. Uh, Vice then distracts the referee, allowing Electra to c- take control of Valentina. Uh, Lola comes in and hits a running hip attack in the corner for a two count. And uh, Leon gets tagged back in and drops Vice with this big clothesline. And then starts delivering these suplexes and a Michinoku driver. Yeah, it looked great. Uh, but after a bit of a distraction, Lola catches Leon with a spinning back kick to the face for the win. Yeah, that MMA background here. Lola Vice just knocking her head right off here. That looked pretty good. I'd say the best she's looked so far. We, we haven't seen a great deal yeah. of her. and But I didn't. I think in this, it was a, a tag, so it's limited yeah, what she's yeah. doing. But I didn't think she looked too green. I, I thought she looked pretty... 
pretty good here. Yeah, I'd be interested to see where she can go. She could potentially be a really big star in WWE. I mean, she's got the look. And Definitely she's has got the look. Kind of the background as well. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, I was really impressed with Leon in this match. I'm, we're always impressed with the team of these two. I like, feel Valentina awesome. normally stands out a bit more because she does more of the flying. Yeah. But Leon here is like. She's a bit bigger and can hit more of those power moves. And I thought her suplexes and stuff looked really nice here. She really impressed me. Um, and yeah, I, I thought this was pretty good between these four. Yeah, a lot better than I thought. And I love, I, I love the, that they're trying to push Lola Vice because I, I think a lot of people know her from before from WWE. I was not familiar, but a lot of people were messaging us like, oh, I know this person. She's, that's a big deal. And I know we're behind Leon and Feroz, and I'm kind of bummed they lost. But like, I know they'll have their their moment eventually, hopefully, because they've definitely been I stepping hope so. up. These yeah, two are great. They've been stepping up. We see the women's champion Tiffany Stratton on TikTok, and she says, "Let me celebrate! I beat this little girl, but that little girl pushed me. And when I was in some of those submissions, I could have passed out from the pain, but I didn't." And next week, I'll come back. And who knows what I'll do? Maybe I'll pick my next opponent. Maybe I will have a tiffy-bration. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Toodles. Yeah, so Tiff retained and she'll be here next week. I like how they've kind of kept, like, she's a heel, but she's... Always. Kind of, even, like, when she's, like, won by, like, the, like, when she tapped out in the match... It wasn't through a distraction she caused. It was Chase U stuff going right, on. Right. You know, like she hasn't really cheated to win at any point. And she, yeah, even fair. here, she's like, yeah, I faced this little girl, but she challenged me. I think it's good because I, I think like she's going to break out as a baby face at some point. And it's like a slow burn to get there where it's not going to feel like a complete 180 when they do it. Yeah. No, I remember when she beat Lyra, it was the same thing afterwards when she won the belt. Like the next week, the next Tuesday, she said, "Oh, like she pushed me. She was the she's the best." But like, uh, you know, obviously I'm better. But she was the best. She pushed me to the limit. Yeah. So she gets her opponents over. So yeah, it's kind of baby facing her a little bit. But she came out as Barbie at the show. Yeah. So I mean, like she's got to be baby faced originally I, 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 again. But I mean, for the first time. And then I think maybe back on the main rosters when you launch it, the the real heel mean character kind of thing. Who who do you think her next opponent should be? I. I don't know. I guess Lyra at this point, but we've already seen that. So I don't really, don't really know. I think you could do that. Like, I think September 30th, I think it's no mercy. I think that's far enough where you could do a, a TV program with someone and then Lyra heated up again. Yeah, that's true. Cause I don't really know who else we got going on on the baby face side. Like, I don't know if you go to Roxy this quick. Right. Um, yeah, true. yeah. Yeah. We go to our next match, Wes Lee and the NXT champion Carmelo Hayes taking on Metaphors, Noam Dar and Oro Mensah. And as we said, this is a pissed off Wes Lee and he jumps Metaphor during their entrance. Their entrance is so cool. They've got this like pose with the colors. The, the, the bars of different colors. It's like Charlie's Angels yeah. or something like that. It's cool. And Melo kind of pulls Wes away and is like, yo, chill. Let's get in the ring. Let's yeah, start the match. Stop. Calm down. Um, Noam hasn't even taken his jacket off yet when he comes in the ring at some points. Uh, Mello catches Mensa with his springboard clothesline, tags in Wes, and uh, Wes hits this weird senton. It was like a lazy senton. Yeah. Like, if this was Orange Cassidy doing it, it would have made sense. But, yeah, he just kind of stepped over and just 
fell back. Like, I guess because he's angry, so he's just like falling. I don't give it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It seemed like that. Um, at one point, Wes tags in, but wasn't holding the rope. Rope. So the ref is like, "Hey, tag rope." So he kind of comes around to the other side of the turnbuckle, holds it, and is looking annoyed. And it's like, "Okay, you see that? I'm tagged in." Uh, Wes goes up top, and Jakara Jackson gets in the way of uh, Jakara and Lash get in the way uh, to protect Noam. So Wes is like mad about that as well. After the break, Noam and Mello are going at it, and uh, this is a match I kind of like to see. Uh, I thought these two had a, a yeah, nice little sequence with each other. Mello sure. is just so smooth. Uh, hits his satellite face buster thing, which just looks awesome. Yeah. And Wes goes up top, but Jakara gets in the ring and is like standing in front of, uh, I think it's uh, Noam here. And Wes just shrugs and hits the spiral tap anyway, causing Jakara to move out the way. It's a one, two, and Mensa breaks up the cover. And then... Uh, uh, Wes is setting up for the cardiac kick when Mensa shoves Mello so he's in the way gets hit by the cardiac kick it did look a little contrived here yeah I, I thought this looked a little maybe they messed it up I, it, was, I, it was meant to be Mensa just shoves him and he gets hit but it was like M- Mello going oh, oh get into no. position yeah it reminded me of Austin Powers uh Get out of the way! Move! Move! Yeah. And the guy's like, ah! Oh, and he's like, yeah. down there. <laughs> it, it was, was like, a the, bit, yeah. it was just a little bit. These guys are usually on the ball, but I, I did kind of, I did catch that. And I'm, I don't know if the crowd were chanting "You effed up" at that or something else after the fact. I think of the fact that he nailed Mellow with it, and like, I think they were just chanting yeah. that, like, you're not, you're, yeah, you hit, hit your partner. own partner, yeah. There's then the super kick from Mensa to Wes, and then the Nova roller from Noam Dar uh, to pick up the win and another L to Wesley. Yeah, pretty crazy. He's even more upset now that he lost again. And after the match, Mello's like, yo, man, first of all, calm down. But like, what what happened? Why'd you do that? And he's like, well, it was a mistake. You got pushed into me. Yeah, Mello was like, like Mello understood. He was like, it's cool. Like these things happen. And Mello and Wes like, no, it's not cool. Um, So uh, they're going at it. And Wes is just asking, where were you? Where were you? Bro, where were I? You nailed me in the yeah. head with your finish. I and Mello know. just tells him, look, you've got to straighten up. Straighten out. I didn't understand that. yourself out. Where were you? Uh, you kicked me in the head with your finishing yeah. move and you got pinned. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Um, and Oh, and there were chants after this of Mello missed. That's right. Yeah. So technically, Noam Dar has beaten the NXT champ in a match. Yes. So I know that will definitely be something we go towards. But I do... Th- foresee we get the Wes Mellow match as well, which could be awesome. That could be uh, No Mercy. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, absolutely. We go to a video package from Bron Breaker, uh, who's targeted Von Wagner. He says, I got to watch your story unfold over the last few weeks, and it's touching stuff, but you're a nobody, just like your father was a nobody. Bo Beverly. And if you don't like the stuff I'm saying... Come find me. And you know the picture of you as a kid with a scar on your head? You think that's bad? Well, wait until I'm done with you. <laughs> this guy's what I love. I love this guy. I love this guy. So yeah. This character is, is what I love about wrestling. Just the bad. This is the badass. Like, just saying yeah. rude shit. Just being mean. He looks like he lives this gimmick. He's probably a nice guy in real life. But, like, damn, I, I am believing that he's a scumbag. Like who just he, He's playing up. it so well. Yeah. And I... 
So this match is confirmed for next week, Ron yeah. Wagner, Braun Breaker, and I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it. Look at this battle of the the what is this battle of the Nepo babies? Because he's like my dad's better than your dad. Because my dad's fucking what, Scott Steiner. No, sometimes I forget which which yeah. Steiner is. His my dad. dad's a bigot. What about yours? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we we actually talk a bit about Von Wagner's dad because we looked back at SummerSlam '92 and the Beverly Brothers take on the Natural Disasters. Classic tag. Yeah, the original match. The original. Pretty deadly, the yeah. Beverly Brothers. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say this is like FTR DIY. This match, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. same thing. Uh, but yeah, Von V Braun yes. next week. We go to the parking lot where Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley are leaving, and Dom's like, "Ah, oh, I can't believe that dragon guy trying to steal my spotlight." And this is when Axiom steps up and calls him a parasite. And he says, I can't wait till next week to see Dragon Lee. And Dom's like, wait, wait, wait. This guy again? Didn't you say last week how much you love my dad as well? And he's like, no, that was Dragon Lee. <laughs> I already told you. He's like, no, no, no. I'm, no, I'm we just had a We were just in the ring with each other. Oh, man, I was dying at this. And Mustafa Ali now steps in and he's all hot-headed. And he says, Dom, we need to talk about Sunday. I wasn't the one who was pinned. And Axiom kind of grabs... Ali and he's like, yo. And they turn and Dom's just left. Dom just grabs Rhea's hand and goes, and they just leave. <laughs> I was dying at this. Dom just makes me laugh. He's so like nonchalant asshole. He's the, he is Making the Nepo these guys baby, seem yeah. like dick, uh, yeah. like complete geeks. He but. does this all the time. I was, I've been laughing at it since he's been popping up in NXT, but this one was, didn't I already, like, I already knew where this was going. He was acting like, wait, what? We, we just, just talked, we just, did, we just did this. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm a different guy, especially saying like, oh, I'm the best luchador of all time. And then like the only two luchadors here are like, hey, wait a second. Yeah. And he's like, oh, are you guys the same person? Like, what a prick. Axiom then gets in Ali's face and he's like, hey, you disrespected me just then. I was talking to him. And Ali says, well, try being disrespected for six years. You go off and worry about scripts or the Heritage Cup or whatever, because that North American championship is mine. Damn. Okay, so Axiom versus Ali coming soon, possibly? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Um, Be down with that. Yeah, uh, I thought this was fine. What, What other... What other luchadors do we have in NXT right now? Not too many. Uh, not that I can think yeah. off the top of my head. Because we had Santos was the like god luchador of NXT for a while. So mm. he's he's gone. To, well, he was might be back. Can we just put Umberto in a mask or something? Like, <laughs> we need more luchadors. Yeah, because I think this would be a great gimmick if it's... Where's Axiom from anyways? <laughs> yeah. If Dom is like the, like the lucha killer kind of thing. The luch- yeah, I mean... Look, you could do that gimmick on the main roster. Look at AEW. They brought in, like, what, Hoovy, the yeah. Juice? You could get Psychosis. You could get, like, some... I'm not saying unmask these guys, but you could have him have a mask of each, yeah. like, a trophy of each person he defeats. Or even, like, a segment. Remember, like, Kurt Angle, when he, he, he brought Sensational Share, and he was, like, you thinking he was tributing Sean, and he was like, no, I'm actually, like, yeah. I'm ripping on you. You could have him bring in, like, Psychosis or someone yeah, like absolutely. that. Yeah, Have him beat him up or team with him. Yeah. Something. But yeah, what other luchadors have come through WWE? Sin Cara, mm-hmm. one and two. Yeah, the good one and the not so good one. Yeah, the uh, yeah. Who else have we had? Dr- uh, Samurai Ooh, Del Calisto, Sol, Kalisto, yeah. Kalisto. Yeah. Oh well, the whole lucha house, lucha party. house party. Grand Metalik. Grand Metalik. Lince Dorado. Damn. Yeah. 
I, I feel like this would be a good, good a good thing. story. Yeah, Gravity. actually, I actually <laughs> no, I never want to see that fucking guy again. Well, I guess we'll see him at Wembley. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny uh, Omega versus Gravity in the main event. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I'm I'm a big fan of like all that like Dom doing that shit. Like Dom is set for like Dom going to AAA. Let's do some cross well, like, promotion. Like you do Dom as Kevin Nash on yeah. Nitro. You know that. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I and have him unmask someone. Yeah, like, I think it'd be brilliant. <laughs> Put Dom in the opposite role? Yeah, that's hilarious. I just love that he could not tell, like, he's such an asshole he's that like, he could not even tell just who they talks. are. When their masks are clearly different, even I can tell who this dork Axiom's mask is. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> love, love Dirty Dom. We go to Burn the Ships. Yeah, burn Baron them. Corbin, I noticed his, his new gear has... Burn written on one leg and a picture of a ship on the other. In case you didn't get it, he's burning them sh- ships. Yeah, them Titantron sh- is a ship burned, burning. Fuck, love it. Yeah, uh, he's taking on Andre Chase, who comes out with uh, Duke Hudson and Thea Hale. Uh, they do their usual entrance and pose, but Thea just has no energy. Normally, she's yeah. shaking the ropes and running she's, around. She, when she does the chase you sign, she's usually like all hyped up, but this time she's just kind of like nonchalant. Like, yeah, she's just you. going through yeah, the motions chase here. You. Yeah. Uh, chase tries to catch Corbin with some just classic wrestling roll-ups to start and tells Corbin that this is a teachable moment. Uh, they brawl on the outside and Corbin hits his, uh, this DVD that he's been using quite a bit recently, which looks pretty nice. Yeah, it does. Uh, on the floor, which looked painful. Um, and then Chase comes back by trying to chop down the bigger guy, attacking the knee of Corbin, and counters an Irish whip into a side Russian leg sweep. He's got one of the best ones. Yeah. He can hit you with it out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, <laughs> which sets up for the Chase you stomps, uh, and then gets caught by a spine buster from Corbin, who then applies the single-legged crab. And Thea, who's on the outside, who is holding a Chase you towel, sees the half crab, just throws the towel in but unfortunately the referee misses it corbin picks up the towel and throws it at thea and she's like you know what forget this she walks off hudson goes after her and then chase gets hit by the end of days for the win still a cool looking move yeah i guess uh yeah the 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 saga continues of chase you it's kind of sad and interesting seeing what's going to happen here with her throwing in the towel and everything. I'm still upset that Andre did this and we didn't really get to, he- he's like, Oh, you could have got hurt and I-, I helped you. And I don't know. It's, it's, she's upset. Yeah. He's like, live to fight another day, but she could be champ. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's sad seeing Thea. Sad. sad. Yeah, exactly. I just need to see her all like scrappy do again, but yeah. it's, it's weird, but I'm still, I'm still invested in this, yeah. in this chase you story. And and Corbin burning ships. This is the bloodline of NXT. Exactly. Chase yeah. you. Uh, where do you see it going? Do, do you see Thea leaving? Uh, do you At see, this point, maybe. I don't this, know. Is this the, the breakup? Yeah, it oh, could I, be. I still want to see these two as tag champs at some point. That might be a long way away now. Yeah, might that might be, be a, just a dream. We get a video of Roxanne Perez going back to Texas. Uh, there's clips of her kind of seeing her family. She interrupts her, her mom while she's sipping on a cocktail in the hotel, yeah. in the hotel lounge. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's, like, she's hey. like, oh, let me put this out of camera shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, they interview her parents. They interview her sister who uh, seemed pretty like 
She's like, I'm oh, probably yeah. going to be crying at the event. And then she saying. did. Yeah, she did. And then uh, the replay of her getting attacked while being interviewed um, by Blair Davenport and the highlights of the match and stuff. So Yeah, uh, just kind of showcasing a bit of her story and her family being there and the whole part. Pretty cool. And the match was all right. So pretty pretty nice. We then see Metaphor celebrating and uh, they're reminding Noam that you just beat the NXT champion and the most successful North American champion of all time. And this is when Tyler Bate shows up and uh, says that most of us spend our lives sitting under metaphorical rocks, uh, but rocks with pressure make diamonds. And while I've been in Tibet meditating and clearing my head and getting better, and you need a fresh opponent, so let's next week, let's do it. Me v. you. So, which lo- sounds a pretty good match. Tyler Bate and Noam Dar. Yeah, I love how Noam's like, no, 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 I never accepted this. Well, uh, the match is set. And he's like, no, 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 I never, I, I don't, I, no, well, it is. It's happening. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, I love the metaphor, and I like how they did hint at him, like, hey, technically, Melo was in that match, and you beat him. So, you beat the NXT champ and the, like, former mm. North American champ. Like, you should be going for more gold now. So, Noam's probably going to get big-headed and try to... Get a title shot off Mello. I'm yeah. sure of it. But next week, yeah, I could see, I could see Dar beating. He's going to beat next Bate next yeah. week, yeah, for sure. So we go to the schism interrogation. Uh, well, wait. So Noam's actually defending the cup when the actual cup winner isn't defending the cup. I don't think this is a cup match. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. it's just one on one. It's okay. not rounds or anything. Okay, but. gotcha. Um, we get the schism interrogation. Uh, this was because two of the followers. Uh, attacked yeah. Dyad during the match, costing them the match the other week. Uh, uh, we should we should say uh, we should say that we deserve uh, writing credits for this segment for things we said last week that were gonna or the other day rather that were gonna oh, happen. Yeah, we said the interrogation. We're gonna line them up and unmask them. Okay, just don't show I just up. Don't show up. And the other one, which will come. Yes. <laughs> so. They say we come tonight under unfortunate circumstances. Conflict is not uncommon, but can be explored with an open heart. And disobedience is toxic to our roots and must be eradicated. And there are two people among you who disrespect our values. And then Rip Fowler and Jaggerita are a lot more hot-headed here. And they're like, we know it's you, Diamond Mine, Creeds, where are you? Come on. We know it's you. And uh, then, uh, what's her name? Little little rock. Uh, uh, young rock, the pebble. Oh, uh, Ava Rain. Ava says, week after week, you have been adorned by these golden masks, and they're like butterflies in NXT or something. Yeah. You will be found out and punished, so step forward and take your mask off. So we get these PC recruits having their masks removed, and then one of them turns their back, takes the jacket off, and there's a brightly colored jacket underneath. And it's Ikem and Jiro, <laughs> which go back. We were like, ah, it's probably just jacket time. Yeah. So uh, someone's listening. <laughs> we love you and thank you. Uh, this was a great joke. And I think we, I think some people laughed at it, but I don't think anyone quite laughed at it more as than we did. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, wait, no, it's not you. Get, out, like, of get out of here. And he's like, oh, shit. All and right. then they look at one who I'm pretty sure was Quincy because it was just this bigger, bigger black dude? guy yeah, in a mask. Yeah. And they're like, nope. You don't even need you to We're not unmasking you. you Nobody wants you. this. No one wants you. And so they beat up the other two. It's one tall guy, one shorter, stockier dude. One guy's even got the socks like the Creed's yeah. wear. Yeah. 
and but it's not the Creed Brothers. And then we go to the the video screen, the Titantron, where we see very tanned Creeds in front of a, a clear, obvious green screen beach, and they're like sipping uh, hurricanes, and uh, they say, uh, "Oh." Yeah, that wasn't us last week, but the surround sound at this hotel we're at was so good, it felt like we were there. But we're gone. You beat us. Loser leaves town. We lost and we left. You know what? We're having the time of our lives. We've we've been at beaches. We've been at Easter Island. Yeah, they like they're doing the like Wayne's Slide World. Show, yeah, yeah, the bit. Look, we're at Easter Island. We're in Texas. Howdy. So they cut into different places. And they're like, oh, and look, Easter Island. It's like just like the the Creed mask. Sorry, the <laughs> schism mask. Schism mask. And they went, but the best place has been the beach in, and one says Fiji, the other says Hawaii, and they went, went no, no, Hawaii, yeah. Fiji. Um, but wherever we are, we're not in Orlando. We're nowhere close to Orlando. And uh, they drink their hurricanes and disappear. And Gacy is mad, and he says, enough is enough. Find the Creed Brothers. <laughs> he goes, Find them. Yeah, he looks, he looks at the camera, and he goes... Attention, schism members worldwide. <laughs> it was very Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. I will kill the Power Rangers. Listen, all you people watching at home all across this country, members of the schism worldwide, I want you to find the creeds. What is this? The creeds are getting lamer and lamer every week. Like, They're not good at comedy, and they keep giving them stuff that's meant to be comedic i'd say i like this more than some of the stuff they've done in the past but i think this story is just a little bit backwards where like all four of the guys the tag teams that are wrestling in this story are amazing so like let that kind of speak for the story instead it's just they go to the goofy thing so i'm not trying to like like shit on it because i i thought it was funnier than like some of the other stuff but at the same time i'm really trying to get I mean, into this it. is the thing with nxt with like as far as I'm concerned, the Creed's wrestling is there. Yeah, now. for sure. They're like, sure, there's, they're still pretty new and there's ways they can go. But I think they're, they've got enough that they can put on entertaining matches on the main roster. But I don't think their, their promos and their, their acting is very good. And this is developmental. So they give them shit like this to right. try and... Yeah. If they were doing this on main roster, I'd be really groaning. But right. it's clear they're trying to get something out of these, uh, these two. Yeah, um, I I, I like I do I do cringe whenever they talk. Yeah, it's like, are we trying to go Kurt Angle with it? Like, you're the serious wrestlers, but let's see if you're funny as well. Mm. Because like, I feel maybe the characters would work. I, I've been saying uh, broken record, but with Braun kind of characters, like, yeah, yo, we're we're wrestlers. We'll like wreck people, and I kind of would like them a lot more in that character because they fit that kind of character. But at the same time. The crowds, like the NXT crowd, always responds to these guys. As this is the easiest audience, though, isn't it? It's like fifty CWC, people. Yeah. yeah, it's like so. I don't know. Uh, did you find it interesting? No, Gable Stevenson on the show. No mention of him, really. There was one like picture of him in the highlight package at the beginning, but yeah, they didn't really mention when Corbin came out or anything. And so bizarre. I think after the reaction at the weekend, maybe it was a deliberate move. Because you'd have thought you'd have followed up with him after yeah. his debut match. Yeah, especially with the PLE. double count-out, no finish kind of thing. Yeah, they right? didn't They didn't. Remember they fought. Remember Baron Corbin they had just a wanted big to murder him? Apart and this feud was continuing and 
Nothing. Corbin's going straight to chase you. So like, yeah, I'll just go to school. Weird. And I, I think maybe a deliberate move. Yeah, possibly. Perhaps. Yeah. But interesting. Yeah. Uh, we then see a clip from of Cora Jade last week, who's in the locker room, and she's mad because she lost to Dana. And she's questioning, why am I here? I am leaving. And she picks up a load of kind of fan mail. And then she's like, ugh, all these fans want to know my business. I am leaving. Good luck without me. You're going to need it. And just storms out. Cora Jade left? Yeah. She's, she's just gone? Quit. She's just, I'm done. I got beat. I'm mean. No one likes me. Maybe she comes back stronger, meaner. Yeah, th- this this character just hasn't worked at all for yeah. me. This just seemed... I don't believe her. Yeah, I, I don't. I thing. don't. I genuinely do not. And I, I did like her in the in her first run, yeah. like as the baby face and all that. I, I thought she was pretty good, but yeah, it's not clicking. Yeah, uh, maybe she's taking a break. Maybe she's coming back with a character change or friends or something like that. Yeah. But we'll see. Come back with a proper gimmick. She's yeah, a, she's a the lady with the stick. Yeah. Just so everyone knows, the stick is a is a kendo stick. Okay, well it looks like it's just some stick you some painted. Stick. Yeah. yeah. We go to our main event of the evening, Gallus, coming out in their in their football jerseys. The Gallus. You gonna rock one of these? Yeah, you think I look good in a wear Gallus to sock? <laughs> Please wear it to Wembley. No. What am I gonna? I'll wear? order it to my mum, so it's ready. Yeah, true. It's just like green and black lines. Yeah. Like it looks like a real jersey yeah. from somewhere, right? So. Yeah, I think the Brawling Brutes made some soccer jerseys as well. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're taking on Tony D, Stacks, and mystery partner. Well, we saw we we saw his boots earlier. We forgot over like that five minutes before the match. Yeah, earlier clip of the the partner arriving, and you just see his shoes, no socks. Yeah, gold shoes and like pants, and it's like okay, the guy's stylish. Yeah. So we assumed it was in fact Santos Escobar. Escobar. He got changed very quickly. Yeah. Uh, it is Santos, and uh, we start with Stax and Wolfgang going at it. I loved the entrance, so it co- he comes out. The crowd here are genuinely shocked. Like, the, the 50 people in the CWC were losing their minds over this. Like, oh, that makes sense, because the, the history. And when he stands between Stax and Tony, he looks at Tony and goes, let's do some business, <laughs> <laughs> like the old times. <laughs> you you could have had an Elector interaction at some point. I yeah, think, yeah, but, too bad, yeah. Um, I do find it funny, though, because it... Obviously, they're not Legado anymore. They're LWO. Uh, LWO. And it starts with Viva La Raza. So you're yeah. announcing like the mystery, mystery partner. partner is... It's, like, it's Eddie Guerrero. It's Eddie. Holy shit. It's Eddie Guerrero is here. No, it's not. Uh, Stax takes down Wolfgang by the leg and starts delivering these knees to the ribs. Uh, Tony tags in and like launches Stax into a cannonball on Wolfgang in the corner. And then... All three of the baby faces get Gallus in like a front face lock and just start delivering punches to the kidney, yeah. like like a mob would yeah, do. Yeah, right? mob punches, hockey punches. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stax is then in the ring for a while, being beaten down by Gallus, trying to make the tag. He goes to tag Tony, but Joe runs around the outside and pulls Tony off the apron. Uh, Wolfgang then goes for his second rope moonsault, but Stax moves. And gets the tag to Santos to a big reaction. I like Wolfgang's moonsault, even though he missed it here. But yeah. I love it. Uh, Santos then uh, yells NXT before delivering a high cross. And then hits a top rope Hurricane Rana to Mark Coffey, which looked very nice. And then yells LWO before delivering double knees in the corner. Tony and Stax are tagged back in. And they hit bada boom, bada bing to Mark Coffey for the win. Or... 
it's funny because <laughs> on commentary, yeah, yeah. Vic said it up. He's like, bada boom. And, and Booker's just like, bada, bada, boom, bada, bada, boom, bada, bing, bada, bing. <laughs> yeah, both of them were like, wait, is it the other way around? <laughs> bada, bing, bada, boom, bada, boom, bada, bing. Uh, after the match, uh, Stax, D'Angelo, Escobar, they bury the hatchet. They shake right. hands, they hug, and Escobar does the Italian. I'm Italian. Yeah, business is business. Mm. Yeah, uh, pretty fun match. It didn't get to like any like next level. I it could I know because it probably could with all six of these guys, but it still had some fun stuff. And I guess just a, a kind of a hangover episode. So kind of, but a fun hangover. episode. Yeah, it's like if you were at the show and the surprise was Santos, you'd be pretty happy about it. So yeah, not a whole lot of uh, kind of story setting up our future feuds yet but i i thought there was some fun stuff on the show and again like i feel you go back to that uh like 2.0 when there were a million segments and yeah. this, this show felt so long i've really felt the pace over the last few weeks like nxt has been kind of yeah breezing by pretty nicely again yeah uh, which is just like way better pacing way more focus on on certain things like not having everything on the show every week like we didn't like strap Tiffany video short video was enough. Roxanne short video was enough. You didn't don't need to highlight everyone every single week. And yeah, I think that's when NXT worked back like 2016 on like that. Era. Yeah, no, I I did think it was a, a like hangover episode, but it still like kind of let you calm down from the last show mm. and kind of somewhat setting some directions or letting us wonder if we're going in certain directions, kind of. Shaking up after, like, the new cycle after a pay-per-view, yeah. right? So uh, there's still, like, two months before the next one. So there's so much time to do so much more. So after the show, there was a, a video from Ilya Dragunov, who still has his red eyes. Yeah. And he says, Trick Williams, you are the sole reason I am not NXT champion. And you are saying you're not done with me? Good. Because I'm not done with you either. Uh-oh. And next week my retribution begins and I will not stop until you are entirely terminated. So it's confirmed. Next week's looks big. We've got Dragonoff versus Trick Williams. Tyler Bate versus Noam Dar. Uh, Dragon Lee versus Dominic Mysterio. Axiom versus Mustafa Ali. And Bron Breaker versus Von Wagner. Wow. That sounds a pretty... Stacked. stacked card stacked stacked yeah the stacks so looking forward to next week's yeah uh there wasn't any like pr- too insane wrestling on this show but there nece- there wasn't necessarily anything that that too bad that offended me tonight i even liked the lyra jc jane match for what it was uh i liked uh ria and dom's segments i liked uh mellow and trick i mean that's kind of a big deal too right these two splitting up and going their separate ways i'm wondering if it has something to do with mellow eventually going up to the main roster joining bobby lashley's gang yeah. there might not you know too many cooks that hey why don't the we hurt profits the hurt profits is that what i've been calling <laughs> them? the street the street street business. Su- streets street business yeah uh like eventually trick doing that maybe after i'm sure he's gonna lose the dragon off next week but kind of get some respect I love I like I love them as a unit and I think they'd work on the main roster as a unit yeah. but I also think Trick could do with more yeah. in NXT. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've seen how much this guy's improved yeah. but I I feel like 
you could keep him another six months and move Mello up and then pair them back up or whatever down yeah, the line. You can always pair them back and up. And that's for why, sure. like, even this bit, it's like, we're not breaking up, but, you know, I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, and he wants to have some fights, maybe go for some gold and, and just, mm. again, get his reps in. And I think they, they will be bigger places in WWE because they're really good. And I think their characters, if put to a bigger audience, would catch on to them because the Mellow trick stuff has been awesome yeah. the past little while. So We have a super chat. Uh, from Jake on yes. YouTube. Thank you. Thank uh, you, Jake. Jake sending us $5. Wow. You can uh, always super chat us. You can super here chat. Here on Up Next and over on the Poison Rock. And, well, he's got a question for us. He says, Evening, fellas. Since we're approaching two years of HBK's NXT, what sticks out to you as far as the difference of booking style between him and Triple H? Uh, well, I mean, you kind of were mentioning the 2.0 stuff where it was like... 20 different segments and like all these different things being thrown at us like nonstop. And uh, I'd say that was like a big thing. And now they've totally like moved away from that and kind of gone back to a more like watchable, easy paced show than it was. Uh, But I'd say in the last like year uh, we see a lot more like older things being reused, like sampled in a way. Like, oh, yeah, like the barbershop window. Like the barbershop sound like, collapsing and yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, a lot, lots of Shawn Michaels' yeah. greatest hits, but also, like, Booker T in the grocery store last week yeah, with Roxanne the Girl. Yeah. So, like, I'm noticing a lot more, like, nods to well, things. Well, even down to, you know, not being takeovers, but using retired main roster and sure. WCW pay-per-view names. Yeah, and like fair, that. yeah, fair. Uh, which isn't necessarily HBK doing that, but yeah. Sure, yeah. I think... Sean's booking is evolving a lot more, whereas I think Triple H's was kind of set in the same way, just rotating different characters in and right, out. But right. it, was, it was kind of the same kind of style all the time. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, I, I definitely think the the main roster integration has helped a lot. And I'm sure that's something Triple H would have wanted to do more of back in the day, but maybe had resistance from Vince, whereas it's now... Sean asks his best mate if he can borrow Santos for the day. Yeah. You know? Yeah, fair enough. And I imagine, like, a lot of these, um, these, like, NXT graduates who are now main roster, they pretty much all live in Florida still anyway because that's where they got their place yeah. and they were training yeah, and exactly. in NXT. So, like, it, it makes sense, like, oh, you're free on Tuesday? Come. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I think it's, Sean's definitely evolved and it's, it's been good. Yeah. I'm enjoying he, it. He's definitely stepped up. We have one piece of feedback as well from tonight's episode from Megan, who writes in an easy watched fallout episode of NXT trick mellow gang parting ways was handled with grace trick Williams finding himself outside the champ's shadow is a smart move. The D'Angelo fam calling Santos Escobar for a favor was cool and it put a pin in Gallus feud effectively. Lyra Valkyria made her mark. I bet Wesley and Mello are the main event for Bakersfield, meaning, uh, mm. Uh, no mercy. Judgment Day came in, stirred shit up, and left, not without started, starting a feud with Dragon Lee. The title match next week smells like fuckery. Will be afoot. I bet Heat Wave or No Mercy will be the place where Dom loses with Rhea barred from ringside. And Cora is potentially moving on to the main roster. She has hit her ceiling. Let's see if she can keep afloat. Hmm. So Megan thinking that Cora is just going to the main roster. I do not see that necessarily, but yeah. Where's she going then? I, pff, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I wonder, like, if it's an opportunity, uh, the next event, where if Trick isn't in Mello's corner, that's when Mello drops it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, wow. 
Well, Dragunov has the the gripe. Hey, he, now fight me. Like but. even at, with even when Melo's been a, a baby face, Trick has like given the assist. He helped time, him win the title. Yeah, yeah exactly. he helped him win so, it. So that would be interesting. Yeah, like Wes beats him because Melo didn't have Trick, and yeah. then he's like, "Oh no, that was something mm. I needed there. I need friends." So. Yeah. Yeah, true. I do think that could be the main event there of No Mercy. Yep. Like, like that's a long time. But setting that up. Yeah. yeah, Wes is becoming someone pretty popular and pretty big. Mm. So that run, that title run. His reaction when he came out in uh, in Texas. Like, yeah, he he gets big reactions outside of the CWC. So yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for the evening. That was us talking about NXT. That was up next. We hope you enjoyed it wherever you are. Maybe you're listening to us in the morning. You're driving. You're going to work. You're going home from work. Maybe you're in the shower. Maybe you're working out nude thanks to that message we got the yeah, other day. That's whatever, awesome. Whatever you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it we is you judge. do when you listen and to us. show. Up next is for everyone. Fuck yeah. yeah. Love it. So uh, let us know how you up next and uh, follow us on all the social medias at Poison Rana Pod, Twitter, Instagram, threads, all that stuff. And I myself, Brayden Harrington, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at the Bray D. And I'm at Davey Portman. We will be hitting you with a on-the-road podcast post-SummerSlam this Sunday, so look for that. Of course, follow postwrestling.com for all the stuff going on this weekend, including John Away going live with their SummerSlam review. You're going to be joining Eric Marcotte for some yeah. G1 stuff, and we have our SummerSlam 92 review on our Patreon, all these shows over on our Patreon as well, so go give us a follow. PoisonRana.ca for a links of all the stuff that we do, and check out all the podcasts that we like creating. We're small content creators, and we can't do it without people like you supporting us. So thank you very much for listening to us. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And uh, that was that was business. I don't know. Oh, hey. <laughs>